0: welcome to the show guys this is athlete maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to get you a step closer to achieving your goals in sports by helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and also learn about the business side of sports i'm your host Tola Ogunlewe. on today's episode guys i want to talk to you about the five keys to choosing the right path in sports so the path for you in your particular sport, the five keys to choosing the right path for you in your sport. Now, this is a question that, you know, I get time and time again from athletes. And of course, like I've said before, you know, Friday episodes of the podcast, you know, maybe once or twice a month, depending on the volume of the questions I get, I'm going to be taking your questions live on the show. So, Friday at athletemaishow.com, that is the email for you to send me your questions so that I can answer them on the show. And of course, a wider audience gets to learn from me. Don't worry, I can keep you anonymous if you don't want your name mentioned or anything like that. So send your mails to Friday or send your questions to Friday at athletemaestro.com. This is one of the questions, guys, you know, that, that I've been getting from athletes or that I get from athletes in terms of pathways. You know, so I, I talk about how it's very key for you as a young athlete to identify the path that you want to follow in sports so in your sports you know and then to that path, and then be sure that that is the path that is best for you that is the path that is best for you so it then begs the question how do i choose the right path for me how do i know that this particular part that i'm going for is for me how do i know that this particular part that i'm going for you know would be the wrong move given the circumstances of everything that is happening of course i'm going to give you five keys to choosing that right path. this episode guys is brought to you by my program mental mastery the mental part or the mental aspects of the game cannot be overemphasized if you are an athlete it cannot be overemphasized if you are an athlete so if you want to master the mental game in sports and also eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best then of course mental mastery is for you athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery so you are going to learn about the mental aspects of the game And then eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best. AthleteMaestro.com forward slash mental mastery. When you get your hands on the program, when you've signed up for it, come back to this episode where I'm going to be sharing five keys to choosing the right path for you in your sport. Welcome to Athlete Maestro. A podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show, and I hope you have gotten your hands on mental mastery. You should have gotten your first email, and of course, you have started diving into the content after, of course, you listen to this episode. So the first key, guys, heading straight into it, is to identify the various parts in your sport first. Identify the various parts in your sport first. You cannot be deciding right. It's just, it's just like, for example, you want to go to university. You are sure that you want to go to university, and then you don't know the courses that that university offers. You know, so uh, I'm a lawyer, right? You know, and I went to the University of Lagos. You know, so I I had a dream, you know, that I wanted to become a lawyer. I wanted to study law, and of course, I did not check with the University of Lagos if they had a law degree. How long? The law degree was right so i just went to the university paid school fees you know and then i found out that sorry we don't offer law in this university how stupid do you think that would look of course it would look extremely stupid because the process that you go through when you've identified that you want to go to school is what are the courses that my school of choice has you want to go to harvard you want to go to mit You want to go to a prestigious university, first and foremost, what are the courses they have? The courses they have, are they courses that I want to do? Are they courses that I want to study? Are they courses that I am interested in, in any remote way possible? And that's why you find people, right? You've gone to certain universities, right? They didn't properly find out the courses that that university offers because they have invested time, because they've invested money in doing all of these things. What happens? They're just going to pick any course and do, right? I'll just settle for this one. Like, look, I mean, I'm already halfway in. I'll just do this and then, you know, find my square root. The first key, guys, to choosing the right part for you in your sport is to identify all the parts in that particular sport. I'll give you a test example. And this is one of the things that I take athletes through, you know, in my one-on-one program. So if you want me to coach you personally as an athlete, send me an email at athletemaestral.com. This is one of the things I take you through particularly to help you identify what's the best path for you to follow so if i use basketball as an example right you have a dream to go to the nba right now there are three parts that you can follow well for let, let's just say three parts that you can follow now the most obvious part right is to get drafted from a college or university in the u.s you know so you go through the draft system that's the most popular way you know and that's the way that everybody knows the other way is for you to get drafted whilst playing for another team preferably a european team so we've had guys who were playing euroleague basketball who eventually went and they were drafted to an nba team from them now the third way is for you to get into the g league right for you to get into the g league so what happens is you see players who even from the college system right they don't get drafted. So, they were in the draft. They didn't get drafted and all of that. What happens is, okay, they don't want to go and play um, EuroLeague basketball or play in Europe, Lithuania, all these funny countries. Right? What's one of the things that they would do? They would see if they can get into the G League. If I impress enough in the G League, what happens? I could get selected by one of the NBA teams and of course Alex Caruso who used to play for the Los Angeles Lakers now plays for the Chicago Bulls perfect example of that this is a guy who was playing in the G League from the G League the Lakers called him up and of course he was part of that Lakers um, title winning team last year in 2020 now those are the paths, the the three biggest paths that you can follow Right. The fourth one that I was saying was that, look, just be a free agent, You know, go to the teams and, and see if they'll give you a chance to work out and all of that. But you know, these three that I mentioned are the most. Now, of course, if you haven't gone to college, right, one of the parts that you'll be able to choose is, hey, I'm going to go to college and see if I can get into that draft system. So of all the other people that are in that draft class, I'm going to beat everybody out. And of course, that takes an extreme amount of work. For you to be able to do that but the point is that you have identified first all the parts that are available for you in that sport. so if you're looking to choose your own path you need to know the parts that are available first so that's one so i just give you an example with basketball number two thing now is that you need to look at your starting point you need to look at your starting point so i just give you a little clue from the last thing i said in the first lesson. So, if you haven't gone to college, right now, in that starting point, it means that you still have the opportunity to go to college. Now, let's look at your location. Where are you? Are you in the US? Are you outside the US? Are you need to find your way to the US. What's your skill level like? What's your talent level like? What are your financial resources like? You see, you need to look at your starting point if you are trying to choose the right path for you in your sports. You need to look at your starting point if you are trying to choose the right path for you in your sport. What is your starting point? Your starting point determines what your next course of action will be. So say, for example, now, you know, you're done with college and and you didn't get drafted, right? So you were abroad, you're done with college, you didn't get drafted. Now, obviously, from your starting point, that first pathway, has already eliminated itself that first pathway has already eliminated itself because you're done with college and you didn't get drafted so one of the key things that you can do looking at the two other pathways is okay let me go to europe right let me go and prove myself and then i'm going to come back i'm going to prove that i deserve to be here and i'm sure that a team will draft me same thing with talent and skill on monday we looked at bill russell right in that bill russell episode i shared with you the story from akim olajuan who. 16 17 didn't play basketball right or play basketball for the first time rather so serious basketball I don't mean like bouncing the ball around and all that he used to be a footballer so his starting point in terms of choosing his pathway was that he did not have any skill or fundamentals for the game he was tall so he had height talent so to speak if you can call it that so looking at that his starting point what it meant was that he needed extra hours to catch up with a lot of the other guys So when he was in college, when the NBA season was off, he would go and train with his NBA stars. He would literally go and train and play with them to fast track his level of skill so that when the time of the draft came, he was ready. And this is a guy who was drafted number one overall in the NBA. So what is your starting point currently now? Let's do an assessment of you now where are you so for example if you're in the u.s already it means that getting into college if you want to go through that i'm using basketball just as an example it means that if you want to get into college through the draft system it's a little easier for you because you're already there if you're outside the u.s it's a different picture entirely are you going to get a scholarship are you going to pay out of pocket um how are you going to get the schools to recruit you are you going to send mails? are you going to send videos are you going to your starting point is different from the person who is already abroad. So if you're thinking like the person who is already abroad, you are missing the picture. You are missing the picture big time. It's the same thing with the footballers, right? You know, that, that that want to go abroad to play. Now, first and foremost, your starting point, being a non-EU citizen, means that you need something called a work permit. And of course, granting of a work permit differs from country to country and differs on the... Um, level at which the league is at so for some leagues you need international appearances you need to have played for your country to even stand a chance to get a work permit right for some other countries you need to earn a particular amount of money before you can get that foreign work permit so you see your starting point is absolutely key in deciding what path is best for you because by the time you look at where you're starting from and the path that you're trying to choose or the path that looks the best for you. You know whether it makes sense or not. So that's number 2, guys. Number 3 is how much time have you lost? How much time have you lost? I always say this, guys, to 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 some of the athletes, you know, that I coach, you know, they come to me they're like, you know, why do people reduce their ages in Africa and all of that and blah blah blah. I'm like, it's simple to make up for lost time. You know, and I always see the shock on their faces and I'm like, yeah, the only reason you do that is because by the time you got to the level, by the time you got to the door, you realize that, oh, I should have gotten to this door at this particular time. What you then do is that you try to make up for lost time. And that's exactly, there's no, there's no, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to elongate my career. I'm trying, nah, nothing like that, man. It's all an attempt to make up for lost time. That's it. You say what? You are 25, Right. There's a certain way a 25-year-old should play. There's certain skills a 25-year-old should have. There's a certain point that a 25-year-old should already be at. If you are not at that level, you need proper explanation. If you cannot explain, you need to make up for lost time. And that's why that reduction in age happens. So the question is for you now, based off of that, your starting point, how much time have you lost? How much time... Have you lost because this is going to determine the path that we're going to take if you have lost so much time it means that you might have to go back to go forward it means that you might have to go back to go forward you know so if you hadn't lost time you might have been able to go direct you know you might have been able to go direct and of course this is dependent on the sport that you play right you might have had to go direct and and do all of that You know, but because you have lost time, what then happens is that you're going to have to go around, you know, to meet them in front. You know, so think of it like a straight line, right? So you have two straight lines. Now, the straight line on the left is the athlete who, you know, hasn't lost much time. So that person is going straight, going straight. The guy on the left, is a guy who has lost time, who, if he continues on that straight path with this other person, what will happen? They would always be behind, Because they've lost time. So what then happens is that they take a detour off track, right, to go and meet that person in front. So you're taking a detour, like taking a dead track right right round to go and meet that person in front. How much time have you lost? The time that you have lost is going to be a great determinant in the pathway that you're going to choose. You haven't lost time. You can choose a pathway, you know, that's quite short and direct if you have lost time you might have to go back to go forward you might have to go back to go forward of course i've shared so many examples go back to the monday episodes of the podcast where i've shared with you numerous athletes right who have had to go back to go forward to learn this their stuff so that's number three guys how much time have you lost extremely key in determining the right part for you number four guys is what are the obstacles you're likely to encounter now if you look at the time you have lost if you look at your starting points you can easily predict the amount of obstacles that you're going to face now if you choose part a so let's use basketball as basketballism because we're trying to make this as practical as possible right if you choose part a which is going through the college system right And your starting point is that you are not currently in the US, so you are outside the US. You are in Africa, you are in Europe, you know whichever one it is. No, not Europe. You are in Africa, right? And you know you you you've identified the draft system as the option that you want to take. Now that's one, right? Now if you look at how much time you have lost, you know. So let's say you are, I would, you're in your twenties. Let's let's use your twenties as an example, right? You're in your twenties. Boom. So it means that when we look at the obstacles that you're likely to face is first and foremost, going through that draft system, right? By the time you get into an American university, right, you're going to do minimum of a three year, four year course, right? It means that by the time you get in, you get in at 22. So I'm just using as an example. This is not, you know, direct or specific, right? You get at 22, three, four year course, you're 25, 26. So Definitely, one of the obstacles that you're likely to face is teams looking at value for money. So if we are drafting you, right, at this particular age, your talent level has to be extremely high because we need to get return for you. You're four years of 30, which means that you're going to be hitting your peak very soon. If we're not seeing signs that you're extremely talented, it means that your peak isn't anything special. If your peak isn't anything special and we draft you, happens we're the ones that are losing out right so what are the obstacles you're likely to face you play football right you want to play abroad you've looked at your starting points and says that hey you don't have an eu passport right you haven't represented um, um your country which means that you need to earn a particular amount you need to go to a country where you're going to earn a particular amount that gets you a work permit right what are the obstacles you're likely to face the obstacles you're likely to face is your lack of experience so people start asking questions about that lack of experience in the sense that you know want to give this guy this amount of money he isn't really experienced in the game what what i mean how 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 is this value for money for us those are the questions they are asking so those are the questions you are also asking first and foremost in order to counter right what are the likely obstacles you're going to face right you want to go to a team abroad let's use the basketball example again you looked at draft system that eh, won't really work because of the obstacles i'll face let's go with the european option let's try and see if you can join a european team and all of that what are the obstacles you're likely to face in that regard first and foremost it's not as easy to settle in many of those countries you know say say you need to go and play football in greece for example now don't speak the language, new terrain not like they're going to be paying you a great amount of money now of course you need to persevere and all of that leaving that aside we're just trying to be practical in terms of choosing the best path for you those are some of the obstacles you're likely to face if you identify the obstacle so we've identified the obstacle with the draft system we've identified the obstacle with the european option we identified the obstacles with like going maybe for the g league or something like that the one right After we've weighed everything up, the one that looks or appears to be the best option is the one we now take. So it's not a case of we have gone in before we now realize the obstacles. Absolutely not. It makes no sense for you to be in before you now realize the obstacles. You should have realized the obstacles first before you even got in at all. That's number four, guys. What are the obstacles you're likely to encounter? And the final one is which relationships can you leverage? Which relationships can you leverage? I've seen leagues, so football, basketball, wherever it is, where the teams that have signed players, they have never seen that player play before. But because of the word of one of the guys, key guys, agents, president, CEO, whoever it is, because of the words that he said about this guy, they're like, hey, we'll take a chance on him. That player, that athlete, was able to leverage on the relationship that agent had with the others, and of course, um, when we had Stan Francis on the podcast, so Stan Francis is um, at least as the time of this recording, um, Toby Adivaro's agent, Dries Mertens agent, you know, one of the most popular, well-respected agents in Belgium, right? And it tells us the story about Victor Simen, so the the, the Nigerian striker who now plays for napoli you know in his time you know when he went to wolfsburg and then when he moved to belgium like you know didn't pass the trials he wasn't fit he was ill he was sick and all of that the ceo right the agent knew the ceo of one of the teams in belgium who said look just give this guy a try like just give him a period and of course the ceo was like okay agent is my friend let's see come to the team rest as they say is history I was able to leverage on that relationship that the agent had with the ceo of the team so for you now which relationships can you leverage which relationships can you leverage extremely important extremely key and that's why many of you you need to learn how to build the right relationships i'm still going to do a masterclass on this when i find the time you need to learn how to build the right relationship. You guys don't know how to build relationships. So if you don't know how to build relationships, you can't leverage on anything. If you have relationships you can leverage on, then it means that you can choose selling parts, right? I have an agent that I can leverage on. It means that I can go with the draft path in basketball. I have an agent who knows a team in Europe, right? Knows the president of the team. Because I've built the relationship over time, I can leverage on this relationship i can go to europe make my mark use that as an avenue to get into the nba in the us which relationships can you leverage on absolutely key so the five keys guys for you to choosing the right path in your sport if you go through these five keys trust me they're going to identify how and where you should be taking Your career. So, number one is identify the various parts first. You need to know the various parts first before you even know where you're going. Number two is look at your starting point. Your starting point determines a lot in terms of where you're going. And of course, starting points, location, skill, talent, age, financial resources, you know, all of those things. Number three is how much time have you lost? How much time have you lost? Number four is what are the obstacles you're likely to encounter. What are the obstacles? you are likely to encounter because finally, which relationships can you leverage on? Which relationships can you leverage on? Athlete Maestro, guys, head over to the website, athletemaestro.com. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. Football mastery, mental mastery, just like I told you on this episode. All of it is geared, of course, to helping you achieve your sports goals, athletemaestro.com. And of course, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us, a rating and review. What are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it elevates the level of the podcast, tells people that, look, this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their sports goals because guess what? They would read the reviews you're leaving of the show. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. So you learn how to subscribe. You also learn how to leave that rating and review. And of course, if you want me to answer your questions live here on Friday episodes of the show, send me a mail Friday at athletemaestro.com, Friday at maestro.com I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show, remember knowing is not enough, you must apply, willing is not enough, you must do, I want you to go out there, I want you to choose the best path for you, I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.